Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. And welcome to Geek Town Radio, episode 75, I think we're on now. Um, this week, I am here with Amanda. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be on the Miles Third episode. Oh, oh, <laughs> there oh, you go. I've spoken over my clip. <laughs> Try it again. I love reading books, it's fun. There you go. Ah, <laughs> oh, my tune. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, it is sort of a milestone episode. I mean, 75 is is kind of... Uh, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it is a big deal. We, we're doing well. So I, I can't believe we've done 75 of these since me and Chris started them in the first place. Yeah. So, so yeah. No, how, how are things? How's it going with you? Really good, thank you. How about you? Um, it's going really well, actually. We're ha- having a having a nice time. Slightly less hectic than than last week, where we yeah. had a million things to talk about. It's it's been slightly calmer this week, so that's good. Oh, um, a bit more of a chilled episode. Y- yes, hopefully. Um, <laughs> so, what have you been up to? Um, TV wise, um, watching binge watching all of BoJack. <laughs> and feeling my heart break and was just depressed for a good few days um but no, it was really really good um lives have been sort of taken over a bit like the rest of the world by pokemon go yes yes yeah sort of um, using client meetings as an excuse to oh, well, <laughs> whilst i'm walking to the train station i'll just check in just <laughs> around oh dear yeah as long as you're not doing it in client meetings no 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 no, 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 not at all though there's a poker stop right outside my work so (laughs) i can just keep um checking in that's that's quite handy yes quite handy although i am only doing it on lunch times and when i first get in it's every five minutes going oh better (laughs) checking at the poker stop just in case your work happens to be listening to this yes i'm not doing it during work (laughs) but it is very handy yeah yeah Um, no that's that's the biggest problem by me there are like no poker stops nearby so i've got to kind of near us either yeah it's terrible i'm working in town where there's like 50 yeah yeah it's quite useful towns are very good for pokemon yeah um my boyfriend went to a client pitch um a couple of weeks back he had to go to london for it and he just sent me a screen grab of of london and what that looked like and it was just poker stops within like a two feet radius like you just walk two steps yeah. of the poker stop yeah well when i was down in uh i was down there uh last week the week before for for a, a event for Channel Four, and um, I was it was in Oxford Street, 
And I was sort of walking up and down, I had an hour to go beforehand, just walking up and down Oxford Street, catching Pokemon. And <laughs> you sort of feel silly at first and then until you realise that there's about 20 other people doing exactly yeah. the same thing that are old enough to know better as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing the exact same thing. We, um, there's a park near us and there's about three Pokestops. Um, it's quite a bit to get to, but like, we'll walk to this park. Um, and there's like three Pokestops in a row. And there was about 50 people just sat on like the lawn and they were just updating laws on all three of them every <laughs> half hour someone else would just put another law on oh on my god stuff. so we were just sitting there for a good uh, longer than i'd care to admit to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but no um started watching rick and morty i know i'm pretty late to the party but that's hilarious you, you're still beating me i know everybody tells me that's brilliant and i've still not got around to watching it they did a fun little bit at um comic-con oh cool the um the animators animated um a real life court case. Um but it was <laughs> it was utterly hilarious. It was sort of the, the typical sort of Texan male aggressive sort of guy, um, like a redneck. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny, but no, that, that I'd highly recommend. <laughs> okay, yes, I, I I will go and watch some episodes of it. I just haven't got around to it yet. Really, really funny. And um, other than that, I'm just sort of counting down the days till Suicide Squad comes <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm glad you said Suicide Squad, not just suicide at that just, point. <laughs> just counting down the days till Suicide. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> out on Friday. So yeah, yeah. My my cousin and her boyfriend are coming around, and they're expecting go out for drinks but i'm gonna try and convince them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would definitely definitely want to do that i i should be going to see that on friday definitely so. yeah, they're big marvel fans i'm hoping that this won't be something that they're adverse to yes yes no Very i would hope not so i'm sure it'll be fine yeah no you're fine <laughs> i can't wait to see it yeah looks good it does look good so i'm i'm looking forward to that yeah me too they sort of like keep rewatching the trailers. Yeah, I, I've I've sort of got to the point where I'm trying not to watch any more trailers because there's quite a few of them out there, and I don't want to be spoiled any more than yeah. I already have been. You know, yeah, that makes sense. How are you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, uh, this week has has been considerably quieter than last week, so uh, <laughs> so that's good. I've been trying to catch up on on TV that I sort of missed while I was away. So, uh, been watching more of Zoo. Um, mm-hmm which uh is is still good still ridiculous but still good <laughs> uh last ship um which um all that, that came back last week or the week before but uh been c- catching up on that as well uh which has been really good despite it being a michael bay thing it's actually quite decent um <laughs> and uh there's a new show called winona erp which just started on spike which is really good um and uh, we'll talk a bit more about that later because we're talking to one of the stars of it later. So, so there's that. Uh, Batman v Superman. I started watching the Ultimate Edition. I'm about halfway through at the moment, um, and I've sort of broken off to come and do this. So, um, <laughs> I'm honoured. <laughs> yes, you should be. <laughs> uh, so there's that, uh, and it, it's interesting actually. The Lex Luthor th- stuff isn't annoying me anywhere near as much as it did when I saw it in the cinema. Oh, that's good. Um, so I and I don't know whether I'm trying to figure out whether they've added extra scenes in that are him kind of toned down a bit, so it it's not quite as irritating, or whether it's <laughs> I, I knew it was coming, so it doesn't annoy me as much. I'm not entirely sure which way round that is. So, um, but yeah, it, that's that's kind of good. Uh, there are some extra extended bits in it. Um, 
I, I still, I don't think it's going to entirely fix all the problems with it, but it, it's, um, you know, it's good and I'm enjoying it. So, so that's good. Okay. That's good. Uh, uh E4 have got a new show called Wasted, which, mm-hmm. um, we talked about quite a lot last week and cause we interviewed the cast, uh, and, uh, there is a review of it now up on the website. Have, I don't know whether you caught this yet. No, I haven't actually. Well worth going to watch. Uh, we've described it as spaced for a new generation, um it's it 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 has very much a feel of simon pegg's um spaced and the egg wright series there's there's quite a lot of that sort of pop culture references and there is a feel of that to it um so i it's if you're a fan of spaced it's well worth watching that sounds Uh, right my street actually yes i i think it very much be and it's got sean bean in it as well I'm all right. I'm there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sean Bean, it's basically about a group of four people that um, live in a, a little West Country village in the middle of nowhere and are, are kind of wasting their 20s away. Uh, <laughs> but one of the characters who's called Morpheus uh, has a spirit guide and his spirit guide is Sean Bean. Oh, so, my gosh, that sounds ace. And Sean Bean is in it in his full Westeros kind of outfit, and uh, and they're playing on that <laughs> quite a lot as well. So say no more. So well worth watching. Uh, start it, its third episode is um, on tonight at ten pm on E4, um, and you can catch the previous two on all for the catch up service. So, uh, it, but it, it's well worth watching. It's really really funny. It's probably one of the funniest things I've seen in a very very long time. I've literally so. just opened up a tab for it. So, so, so watch yes. it straight afterwards. So go watch that. Um, there's another show which is coming up tonight, which um, is called Borderline. Uh, it's exact produced by Ralph Little, and it's a sort of improvised comedy show, basically. Uh, yeah. But it's it's a but it's a sitcom. It's called. It's about the life at a fictional airport. Essentially, that's that's the sort of basis of it. Uh, it's written by a guy called Michael Orton Tolliver and Chris Gow. The interesting thing with the show is it uses something called retroscripting, which is this improvisational method where the stories are constructed by the two writers, but they're kind of loose outlines. And then they give it to the actors who then spend 10 days workshopping it. And then it goes, once they kind of come up with some interesting improvised dialogue, it's then turned into the script. So it's kind of an interesting way of working. But we had a new guy uh, called Simon James, who is uh, a new writer for us. Uh, He went down, he wrote a great article, actually, which is up on the website, which I'll link to if you want to go to the uh, post. But um, he went down and uh, spoke to some of the people involved. So we've got some clips for you. Uh, This is um, Michael Orton Tolliver talking about how the retro scripting will work in the show. I think when you do improv as long as I've been doing it, you kind of realize that it makes everything better. Um, And so we wanted to use that. But I think the best part about retro scripting is that it gives all the dialogue sort of like a natural feel. So the way that we did the show was Chris and I would write the scripts. Bring it to the to the cast and our director, our phenomenal director. I think we all have to give credit to uh, Matt Jones, who's also a very very 
experienced improviser. Uh, and we would workshop it so that so that half the words were sort of the things that we would write and the other things were things that they would generate. In fact, there were scenes in the in the pilot that were just premises we'd throw out to them and they would just improvise on the premise. Um, um, and I personally find that that collaborative sort of work, working with Ralph and Zoe and everybody, makes for a better project. And it also spreads the blame, so it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> so um, that's him talking about how the retro scripting works. What, what's kind of interesting is this is a Channel 5 show. Um, it's a Channel 5 comedy. And, and kind of interesting comedy is not necessarily something you'd associate with Channel yeah. 5. Uh, so, you know, and certainly in, innovative comedy is not something you'd necessarily at the moment associate with Channel 5. So it's an interesting place for it, um, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of highlight it as well. One of the things Michael did say was the, sort of the inspiration, how he got the inspiration for writing it. Uh, and this is the story of, of uh, what actually happened and why he kind of thought that setting it as sort of customs officials at an airport might be quite a, quite a good uh, story to, to tell. I got kicked out of the country <laughs> when I was trying to come through. Uh, my wife is English, which is why I live here. And um, I remember uh, one time I was coming in and I just didn't have like whatever weird European residency card. I was living in Amsterdam at the time that I needed to have. And it was late at night at Stansted Airport. And this guy was so, <laughs> so mean for no reason. I was like, uh, I'd like to come and see, uh, come into the country. And he said, why? And as American, I was offended at that question. I was like, because I'm American. And, uh, <laughs> And I remember uh, he asked me who you here to visit, and I said, like, I'm here to visit my, my wife. And he called my wife, and we hadn't gotten married yet. We weren't married for, like, two more months. And she said, oh, I'm not his wife. I'm his fiance. And the guy said, uh, you're messing me about, and then put me on a plane in handcuffs and kick me out. So I remember then thinking, this would be a great sitcom. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, that was his reason for kind of coming up with it. Um, one of the things with it being an inter improvised sitcom is th the obvious comparison for something like that would be The Office. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, that that's kind of the probably the most well-known. I mean, I don't know how much of that was improvised and how much was written, but, you know, it, it's it's very much because it's a fly, the, the whole show is a fly-on-the-wall documentary style thing. It's, it's going to be, that's the obvious comparison for it. So, uh, so I managed to get talking to uh, Ralph Little off of, Two Pints of Lager and the Royal Family, who is the exact producer on the show. He got talking to him about possibilities of comparisons with The Office. One of our watchwords right from the start was to not to make it like The Office yeah. because that's a comparison people want to. Oh, which I think, it, I think it varies. I think it's tonally. As soon as you see it, you realise that you're looking at a very different piece. And by the way, The Office is my favourite show of all time. So... It's one of those where part of the party thinks, oh, maybe we should try and emulate it because it's brilliant. And you go, no, you have to, you have to do your own thing. So, yeah, I think he's they're obviously aware that that comparison is going to come up. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It, but it's on tonight. If you want to... Um, if you want to have a look at Borderline, starts tonight. It's on 10 p.m. at Channel 5, which makes me feel slightly guilty because we've we've been so, pushing wasted so much, and that's on tonight at 10 p.m. on E4. So, <laughs> so, uh, but maybe record Borderline. Watch wasted. Record Borderline. Uh, but I, you know, it's it's um, 
a very interesting sounding comedy show. Uh, so I, I think it, it could be one worth watching out for. I, I will look out for reviews and see what the reaction is, and I will be recording it to, to watch after I've watched Wasted tonight. So yeah, I, I thought that was just something I wanted to highlight before we moved on and got into the film and TV news, which is coming up now. <laughs> So, uh, film and TV news this week. First thing we have is uh, the CW released the first photo of uh, Tyler Hochelin is as Superman. Have you seen this photo? Um, I haven't, but I can bring it up right now. <laughs> so, yeah. I looked at his today, last, last month when we spoke about it, when he was um, announced, and I thought that he would make a good Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, he looks so sweet next to Supergirl. That's a good pairing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the the funny thing is, if you scroll down that page a little bit, you'll you'll see a picture of him next to um, the the movie Superman, and then he he looks slightly less impressive. <laughs> yeah, not as buff. No, but the thing is, I mean, if you actually see other photos of uh, Tyler, he actually is quite buff. I, I I'm not even whether it's the pose or the suit or the Photoshop work they've done on it or, or what it is. But, I mean, I think he he's fine, and I, it'd be interesting to see how it looks on screen. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Henry Cavall, I just, it looks huge compared to yeah, him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, uh, you know, different thing, different budgets. I'm sure he'll be fantastic in it. Um, I like a not quite as huge Superman. <laughs> yeah, no. Why? Why shouldn't he be like Body slightly? Equality thin? for all. <laughs> <laughs> why shouldn't he be slightly thinner? Exactly. Yeah. So um, there was a couple of other little bits of DC news that popped up this week as well. Uh, there was an interview with Grant Gustin about uh, Flash, saying just confirming that Flashpoint won't last all season. Uh, but there are permanent ramifications uh, to, to the Flashpoint event, which is the thing that's opening the Flash season. Also, as well, uh, they've confirmed that Clarissa Flockhart on Superman will only be coming back as a guest recurring role. She won't be coming back as a uh, regular for the next season. That is because the show has moved from LA to Vancouver and um, she has all her family are based in LA. Uh, I think she has a reasonably young family and she doesn't want to kind of uproot everybody and move them to Vancouver for six months of the year, which is entirely understandable. Um, so whilst it was previously shooting in LA, it was fine, but now it's moved to Vancouver. She's basically going to go up every few weeks, shoot a block of... of um, acting for various different episodes uh, in, in as short a time as possible and then fly back down again, which seems to make sense. Yeah. So, um, so you know, she'll be sort of spread out amongst the, uh, amongst the episodes. Next bit of news, moving on to uh, other big shows, Game of Thrones is officially ending at season eight. <laughs> 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 so um yeah it's yeah. not there <laughs> i want it to last forever <laughs> yeah well, it, that's interesting actually uh hbo's got a new pro programming chief uh casey Bo Blois, and uh he he actually responded to that basically saying believe me as the new guy if i could get them to do more i would take 10 more seasons but Aww. we take their lead on uh what they can do to make the best version of the show so yeah. um 
it, it was it basically confirmed what we'd been hearing for a few weeks, which was that uh, season seven and uh, the, the season seven and season eight, both those seasons are going to be shorter. Uh, they're also going to arrive slightly later in the year because it's likely to be yeah. l- late summer, autumn, because they need uh, more wintry weather because <laughs> winter has now arrived. Finally so, arrived. <laughs> so they need more wintry weather to be able to shoot it, essentially, mm-hmm. rather than shoving fake snow everywhere, which they didn't want to do. <laughs> so um, I'm just getting so anxious about all of the plot lines that they need to tie up in two short seasons. Yeah, like I know. is Gendry ever going to come back? <laughs> like, it, it, there's just so many different characters that have been bought up and then dropped away. Yeah, uh, throughout the whole six seasons, that I'm getting very anxious that that things aren't going to get tied up. Yeah, you you just know that when they when they miss somebody. Then where we have, there's going to be some great kind of clip reels from the actors up on YouTube afterwards with yeah. like, you know, Gendry, Gendry was the one in the boat, wasn't he? Yeah. Like yeah. He, Gendry yeah. just still sat rowing somewhere. I'm sure still they're going rowing. to, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to address that because that's been brought up so much. So they're going to throw something in next season or the last season about Gendry. They'll have to. Oh, I reckon he's probably going to be a part of something huge. You because reckon? he's the only Baratheon now, really, isn't he, that has a, a claim to... Well, maybe, yeah, a maybe. a potential claim. Yeah, possibly. So, I don't know, maybe maybe they will bring him back in a big way. But I, I suspect he will turn up in some shape or form because people have made such a big thing about the fact <laughs> that he disappeared. He so. just was like, go row now, okay. Yeah. yeah. I will. <laughs> just, just rowed off and nobody's rowing again. No. So. <laughs> Having said that, that was very similar to um, Uncle Benjamin. Yeah. Left in season one and then reappeared recently. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very true. So um, they do that with a lot of characters. Though. It's just... I'm excited, but I'm anxious. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. The last season was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm looking forward to it all coming back and being awesome they also mentioned that um they'd be totally off for doing spin-offs if it's it will rather he said it's something i'm not opposed to but of course it has to make sense creatively but yeah. there are no concrete plans at the moment oh, that makes sense. i reckon a little finger spin-off would be quite good yeah or, or a um a, a varus and uh tywin oh yeah that'd be ace <laughs> i'm excited for all these characters that have been in so many Tyrion, different so. parts to um to come together and meet Particularly yeah. Um, Daenerys. Yeah, yeah, Daenerys and uh, and yeah, it was Tyrion. Sorry, not Tyrion. Tyrion, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, D- D- Daenerys and Tyrion meeting. I think um, last season was was awesome, and more of that, more of that will be good. Just just like these various characters actually kind of getting together will be very good, and we're we're going to see more of that next season definitely with them crossing the sea. So. Oh. um so moving on from game of thrones we've got um seth mcfarlane uh of off of family guy who used to date um amelia clark by the way did he really also known as daenerys targaryen yeah oh well that's how he landed her but no there's funny you see he's a funny guy yeah that's true um so uh seth mcfarlane has got a new live action tv show coming and it's set in space nice (laughs) 
Good start. Uh, it's a comedy, or a, rather, it's a it's a dramedy. They're calling it, starring Adrian uh, Plitnik from um, Agents of Shield to play Bobby Morrison, Agents of Shield, and Scott Grimes, who was probably best known as Archie Morris in um, ER. He was the ginger bearded guy. Oh yeah, um, that guy. So um, everybody knows him as the ginger bearded yeah. guy. It's terrible. <laughs> Uh, you know, but he's done quite a lot of stuff of voice work for Family Guy, which is is how the connection is. And it also stars Seth MacFarlane himself. Um, basically, it's it's for Fox. It's a, it's not yet got a title, but it's an hour long live action comedy drama series. Um, it stars MacFarlane as Ed, who is the captain of the Orville, which is an exploratory spaceship which has seen better days in Earth's interstellar fleet. Uh, Plitnik plays um, Ed's ex-wife, who has just been appointed first officer of the vessel, and Scott Grimes, who uh, joins them as Gordon, who's Ed's best friend and is hired as pilot of the ship. Uh, Description says, Facing cosmic challenges from without and within, the motley crew of space explorers will boldly go where no comedic drama has ever gone before. (laughs) So it's, it's interesting to see the the us going for a live action kind of comedy space drama because they don't really do comedy in fact nobody really does comedy (laughs) space dramas apart from red dwarf i guess and that's far more comedy than it is drama so no that'll be an interesting one to look out for yeah um i mean really depends whether you like seth mcfarlane's humor because you know uh you've either got to kind of go with it but all his humor is very family guy kind of orientated yeah. so uh but okay, I, I i don't know i i quite looking forward to that it's got a 13 episode straight series order and he's due to land at some point next year so um that's that's one to look out for next up moving on to agents of shield they have a new director at agents of shield um which this obviously has got some spoilers in for the end of of the the season uh, so if you've not seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, turn away now. Uh, at the end of Season 3, S.H.I.E.L.D. are on a lookout for a new director because there was a, a six-month flash-forward at the end of Ascension, which was the finale episode. Uh, Daisy had sort of gone off the rails and had become this vigilante, and the press had given her the moniker Quake. Colson and Mac were chasing her, but uh, sort of just missing her. And there is a remark made at the time about the fact that Colson is no longer director of Shield. So we knew that that was um, that, that that there was a good chance that uh, they were going to get a new director. A lot of people had speculated that maybe May had got the job, and some people were saying that they thought actually when that comment was made, he'd said something along the lines of "She's not going to be happy." And they've now employed a guy in the role. So I don't know how they're going to cover that if that was the case. But yes, um, the the guy that's taking over as director of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Jason O'Mara. If you don't know the name and can't place it, uh, if you ever saw the US remake of Life on Mars, uh, he played Sam Tyler in that. Or if you saw Terra Nova, he was the lead in that uh, character called Jim Shannon. he was Deputy Jack Lamb in a very short-lived show called Vegas. Um, he's <laughs> been on a number of very short-lived shows. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's also had a recurring role in The Good Wife and was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne in uh, a number of the more recent DC animated films. So, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether you know anything about him. But I think he's quite an interesting choice for it. Yeah, he he looks the part. I think. I think he he looks like he'd fit in quite well with the cast. Um, I'm I'm not aware of his, his work actually. I sort of avoided um, the American remake of Life on Mars. I've yeah. been playing because I yeah. love the the original. Yeah, I, I watched a few episodes of it out of curiosity, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. It just wasn't very good compared <laughs> to the original. Yeah. So. Um, Terra Nova I quite enjoyed that was that was sort of the thing about um, being sent back uh, they basically the, they'd ruined the earth but had worked out a way to time travel so the plan was to send a bunch of people back to the um, Jurassic period and and start life again essentially oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so it had dinosaurs in it and stuff and there was all sorts of space warpiness and things like that that was quite good fun um I don't watch The Good Wife, so I've not seen him in that. But he, I mean, he's a perfectly good actor. He's just had a really bad look run of, of TV shows, unfortunately. So hopefully this will be like his yes. recurring role in Big Break, uh, yes. and it's consistent. Yeah, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets cancelled next season, it's entirely his fault. Yeah, his fault. <laughs> <laughs> so he's apparently playing they've not given the name, but he's apparently playing a character whose Marvel roots go back to the 1940s. Oh. Um, but but I my Marvel history is not that good, so yeah, I I would have no idea who that could possibly be. Um, <laughs> and final piece of news: Fifty Cent, Mister, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is already strange. <laughs> is developing a superhero show. Um, why is uh, money money question? money? I guess maybe he's a ginormous <laughs> geek underneath. I I don't know. Oh, um, so I don't think it is though I think it's because he's broke all the time maybe maybe I don't know well he can't be that broke I mean he's already got one very successful TV show so no um, I think that he just keeps going bankrupt doesn't he I maybe 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 that's it I don't know um but it's a new show um based on a an original script by Curtis 50 Cent Jackson it's about a war veteran from the south side of Chicago who's falsely imprisoned only to then become the personal experiment of a crazed prison doctor who's trying to create the ter- perfect man this mm. turns him into an unstoppable killing machine um, <laughs> he's he's set free but on the run he must reconcile with the with the world that's turned against him and his newfound abilities for good so um yeah, well, it's it's an origin story, I guess. Yeah, um, he's. I mean, he he. It's from kind of his idea. Uh, I I don't know whether he's actually going to star in it. I I I suspect not, but I he may have a role in it because that's what he does with power, which is his incredibly successful show, which runs on stars. He somebody else is the lead in that, and he has a a, warp, a sort of bit part in it that uh so or a you know recurring role in it yeah um it's going to be written by uh anthony capriano who's the guy that wrote bates hotel uh and a guy called dan Kay who wrote something called it they're also executive producing the series and there's somebody called kirkland morris who doesn't seem to have many imdb credits at all who's serving and producer and writer so as well so yeah, one to watch out for. Uh, <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, it's it's um, going to be coming to stars in the US. I don't know whether it'll end up over here. I I suspect it'll depend how good it is. But I mean, um, it, it took power forever to get picked up over here. So you know, which is now on Netflix. If you want to see power. So yes, that's all the news this week. Next up, we have an interview. <laughs> 
This week's interview is with the actress Dominique Provost Chokley, uh, who plays a character on uh, Winona Earp, which is a new show that started airing last week on um, Spike UK. It runs on Friday nights at 9pm on Spike. The show is based on an IDW published uh, graphic novel by Bo Smith. It's a supernatural thriller that follows Wyatt Earp's descendant as she battles demons and other demonic beings having returned to uh, her hometown and find it kind of infested by these demons. Uh, she's a, a witty and wild modern day gunslinger, as she's described as. Uh, so she's kind of funny, sarcastic. It's, it's a very kind of girl power led series dominique plays waverly Earp, who is the uh, sister of winona and sort of part of the reason that winona comes back emily andrus who is the person that was the sh- as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast that's indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply showrunner on lost girls and she's also worked on killjoys is serving as the showrunner on this uh it's created by bo smith who w- wrote uh, on green lantern she's written on wolverine and spawn so she's a sort of full-blown comic book writer it's it's really kind of an interesting series apparently it was pitched to uh the u.s network i think it runs on sci-fi in the u.s and it was pitched to them as um frozen meets buffy <laughs> which which is is kind of an interesting premise um, yeah. because it, it it is very much about these sort of two sisters it's it, you know winona and waverly are kind of the two main kind of characters in it and there is a lot of of buffiness about the series which i is not something i would say likely because you know i'm a huge buffy fan so yeah. um but th- there there are elements of it in there so i you know it, it's it's worth watching i've seen the first couple of episodes it's very funny um and it's you know got some good drama it, i i really enjoyed it uh so it it started on the 29th of july so you can find it on sort of catch up things but um it airs on fridays at 9 p.m on spike tv so uh worth going to watch here's the interview with dominique we'll see you afterwards with some air dates hi dave how are you doing <laughs> i'm all right how are you yeah good thank you good 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 
You're on to talk about um, Winona Earp. Yes, I am indeed. <laughs> so, um, it's nice to speak to a fellow Brit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very odd. Normally, I'm I'm having interviews with everyone in the in the states, but it's like, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, I hadn't, I hadn't <laughs> actually realised you were a Brit. So, <laughs> so good acting. There we go. That makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, lovely of you to come on and uh, and talk to me for a bit. Yeah, so yes, it's it's a it's a new show. Well, it's it's you've actually um, just been renewed for a second season, haven't you? So congratulations on yeah. that. Yeah, which is Thank awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we're very happy. It was um, we were actually at Comic Con at the time, which is yeah. the most mental experience of anyone's life, I think. Firstly, um, and yeah, we've just I've just got back to Toronto, and apart from feeling like I need to sleep for about a year to kind of uh, recover, <laughs> we are ecstatic because we went to second season. And that was uh, just the icing on the cake, you know, when yeah. we were over there. Like, oh, and you're getting renewed. I was like, well, this couldn't get much better, could it really? No, that's awesome. That's awesome happy. news. It's great for being, yeah. you know, being there. So Comic Con went all okay for you, apart from no sleep, obviously. Yeah, exactly. No, it was very good. Good, good, good. Um, so the show starts over here. For We've got the first season over here on the 29th of July at 9pm. Um, starts airing on Spike over here. I know it's a sci-fi show, but it's airing on Spike over here just to confuse everything uh so yeah <laughs> um do you do you want to just explain a bit about the show and a bit about who you play of course yeah so it's firstly i will say it, it's a quite hard show to um explain every time we get this question we're like how are we going to summarize this because yeah. it, because it is so complex yeah. um but the rough mythology is basically that winona earp is Wyatt earp's great great granddaughter and she returns to purgatory, her hometown, on her 27th birthday and discovers uh, a curse that has been put upon the Earp family um, over, 150, like, over 130 years ago. And ultimately, we need to, the Earp family needs to find all the people that Wyatt killed that are now resurrecting as demons and kill them and send them back to hell in order to break the curse. That is the that is <laughs> the basic mythology. <laughs> and of course, um, it gets more and more complex as the series goes on and uh, and everything, yeah, everything kicks off, basically. <laughs> and I play, so my name is Dominique Cordially and I play uh, Wavy Up, who is Wynonna Earp's younger sister. And ultimately the reason why Wynonna comes back to purgatory and her motivation I suppose to um, come back and face her demons literally and, and secretively yes yeah Excellent. Right. Uh, it's good. Uh, well, I've seen the first um, two episodes of it so far, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it there's, okay. there's been a lot of comparisons to um, Buffy is the show that comes up quite a lot, I, I guess, if, if people yeah. were to know the sort of thing that it's probably closest relation to. Apparently, um, Emily Andrus, who's the showrunner on it, uh, pitched it as being Frozen meets Buffy, which, <laughs> which is an interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. concept. <laughs> Which is hilarious. She's yeah. uh, firstly, I'll just say that Emily Andras is a hero in my eyes. She's a, she's the most amazing woman I think I've ever met. She's uh, she, yeah, she's she's pretty fantastic, and she she has these these crazy visions, and she's put it into you know she's made it a reality. And 
it is a it's a bizarre show, but it is fantastic and it works. And yes, it is Buffy Beat Frozen in many ways and has <laughs> lots of um, you know Buffy's Buffy is an incredible show that was on TV and there hasn't been anything quite like Buffy you know for a very long time and although Wynonna Earp you know stands out for being its its own kind of odd and wonderful show it has got elements of Buffy that I think a lot of the fans that have attached themselves to the project uh, it's really refreshing for them to see something a bit like Buffy that was on TV you know it's been so long that there hasn't been anything quite like it. So yeah, it's um it's been interesting to see the fan feedback. Um because they because people do keep saying think that um that it that it resembles Buffy, which is kinda cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean um Emily, Emily, for for those that don't realise, Emily um, was the was she the showrunner on Lost Girl. She, I know she was involved with Lost Girl. Yeah. But, so I mean, yeah, that, she was for yeah. quite a few years. Yeah. So I mean, you, there are there are kind of I I can see that stylistically as well in this show. I mm, think yeah. um, you know there, it's Absolutely. sort of reluctant hero, strong female lead who's kind of kick ass, funny and sarcastic and cynical, which yeah, which exactly. is, you know, that's uh, what she does best. Yeah. Yeah, there was lots of quips here and there, just to kind of in in the most crazy moments where you know it's so dramatic, and then Winona makes just a fantastic line, or you know myself, we just interject comedy at all the best places. I think that's what she does best, really, in Emily Andress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a really fun show. Um, it, I I've been really enjoying. Um, the the couple of episodes I've seen, I, I've really enjoyed it. So so awesome. I'm looking forward to to seeing more of it. Um, it it's based off a comic book, isn't it? Um, by yeah, by, by uh, yeah by uh, IDW. But um, in actual fact, mm-hmm. a large percentage of the characters that are in the show aren't actually in the comic book. You, I, I don't believe yours is actually yeah. in the comic book. So they've rewritten no, quite a lot of it. But they're re they're redoing the comics at the moment. I don't know if you followed that, but since the uh-huh. show's come out. Bo has basically done a new series of Winona as well um, that features more of the, the characters that are in the show that okay. Emily created. Yeah. They're kind of doing like a medley, which is kind of, the comic's actually fantastic, yeah. the, the one that's coming out now. Um, but yeah, of course, you're right in saying that there there are some differences between <laughs> Winona, the original comics, and the show. Um Sorry, yeah, carry on. I just completely cut over you there. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, like you say, your your character is Waverly. She's um, sister to Winona. Um, she, your character, I, I now I, I'm only two episodes in, so but I, I get the feeling has got a mm-hmm. love from from doing my research. You have a love interest, which is uh, which is an uh, officer <laughs> officer Nicola Hot, which is a great name because uh, because I believe. <laughs> I believe they've they've coined the shipper net relationship uh, name Way Hot, which I think is fantastic. Way Hot, <laughs> I know. Great. I didn't even really know much about ship names and all that sort of thing before I started the show, yeah. and then when we we were live tweeting throughout the whole um, series on a Friday night, and I was with Emily and Mel, who plays Winona, and uh, I think within five minutes of Nicole Hort being on on screen we had already had a ship name which was crazy they were like all you know putting in their suggestions and voting on what ship name they should have <laughs> I just thought it was brilliant I, and I turned to Emily and said I what's a ship 
name and she looked at me like, oh, darling, you've got such, such a long way to go. <laughs> I don't know what a ship name is. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Way, way Hot was chosen and, and it's, it's stuck, believe me. It's become a huge, huge phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. There's sh- shipping uh, characters is, is something that fans really seem to have got into recently, so... Right, yeah, it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's a big thing. Yeah, it, it is, particularly the DC comic shows. Is is uh, it's huge on that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you've got um, there's other characters in the show. You've got Agent Dolls, who is uh, the the. Well, do you want to explain who Agent Dolls is? To yeah, Agent Dolls is part of the Black Badge Division, which is. Um, Basically, the they deal with the paranormal aspects of the law, um, and he's a funny cookie. He comes to purgatory um, at the beginning of the series because he also has heard that there's weird and wonderful things going on, and he ends up realizing that Winona is his key to the world and gets her on board and of course she is not your typical superhero in many ways no. and so the two the two matched paired together is quite a comedy duo in the end because he's so straight laced and then and then she's quirky and wonderful yeah, yeah. and really right not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, you've got Doc Holiday in there as well, which of course was uh, was Wyatt Earp's kind of right hand, um, allegedly. Yeah. Um, but the the portra- this portrayal of it is is not quite a good guy and not quite a bad guy either. So he's mm. he's a yeah. That's what I really like about the way that um, Emily writes is there's a lot lots of grey areas. Yeah. Um, and it's actually it's a common theme throughout the whole the whole of the first series is you know what makes you a good guy and what makes you a bad guy Um, and I love that I think that's so much more interesting a much more interesting take on you know superheroes and and what they represent because actually what makes you what makes you a goodie you know Guinona ends up shooting all these demons and then by the you know once she's got a certain a certain way through the fighting the curse she actually questions why am I doing this am I doing it because I get a thrill out of it because I like the killing of you know, this feeling like you have a mission in life and you have something you need to accomplish, or is it because I'm actually doing it for the greater good, you know? And so there's lots yeah. of themes that run through the series like that, and I think that's what I love, and especially with Doc Holliday, because he's such a known figure. Yeah. Um, so I think Emily really wanted to, to do something special with his character. Um, and, yeah, it comes out great. And, of course, you've got Mr. Roseon who does it, Tim Roseon, who's just the most wonderful actor and the perfect man for the job because not only is he a huge comic book geek and this is like <laughs> his dream come true, um, but he, you know, he, he he plays the role so fantastically. And I look, I look forward to you watching the full series so that you can, you know, yeah, you can see what's what he's about. But no, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, he is a perfect bit of casting. And uh, as you say, the interesting thing with the show is the sort of multi-layeredness of of those characters. Because um, no, yeah. nobody nobody is could ever be accused of being one-dimensional on this show. I don't think. Mm. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. It's actually what drew me to the project in the first place. Yeah. Um, because I knew of Emily anyway. Um, and from the, from the very first script that I, that I read, 
what stood out to me is these amazingly complex characters that she creates and how each and every single person was not just representing one thing and especially with female characters in tv these days it's I feel that it's very rare that you get such a three-dimensional character that is allowed to be super strong, but also really vulnerable, and that you can show all of these different flavors of one person in a TV show and also be a hero. Um, and I think that that's what drew me to the project. Of course, as well, that we were being we were fronting a you know, with Winona Earp as a very strong female lead. Yeah, she was like, yeah, girl power, come on, this is fantastic. <laughs> you know, there's, there was an element of that. But bravely, you know, she is so brave. She was obviously you've only just watched the the first two episodes, but she goes through a huge period of discovery sex, with her sexuality and also addresses a lot of things in her life that perhaps. She's a, she's realizing who she actually wants to be, yeah. um, rather than rather than who she thinks that she should be, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and it's really lovely to be able to show all of those uh, aspects on TV. When I, I find that quite rare, so I um, yeah, it's what it's you've picked up on exactly what drew me to the project in the first place. Right. Oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, mm. I mean, it, it is. Um, a very uh, you know it, do, it is a very female led show I mean it is a mixed cast but mm-hmm. it is a very female led show and there are some very it's great mm-hmm. to have um, strong female characters you know leading the the, the show in that Definitely. way I think yeah absolutely agree so um, what would you say is the most interesting experience you've had while shooting well for me Let's not forget that I'm a Brit, firstly. Yeah. So it was quite... Uh, but from, from the very first audition, it has been an amazing adventure. Um, I did my first... Um, I did a self-tape in my bedroom in, in London. Right. And uh, never, never in a million years would I ever have expected that it would have, you know... But, this was the one that was going to hit um, because as an actor in, in the UK you do so many self-tapes that you're sending off to the US or to yeah. Canada or wherever um, and yeah and then, it, was, it was never even on the cards that I was going to get a phone call back from it really and then when I did and I got cast in the role um, my manager said hey you must have done something right because uh, they've offered you the role so um Next thing you know, it was, would you like to go to Calgary for five months and, and shoot a TV series? And of course I was, nah. <laughs> I was, absolutely, I would love to do that because yeah. not only do I get to go in and play an awesome role on TV and represent fantastic um character but I also get to go and have an adventure and go and live in Calgary for a bit which yeah. you know is not necessarily a place I would have picked out so right. perfect um, and I think yeah the thing that stands out is just being in a different country going to see the mountains you know we're in a place where you drive an hour out of Calgary and you're literally in the Rockies yeah. so that was just every day was you know, blew my mind. Yeah. You can see it in, in, you can see it in the show, you know, the vast landscapes and everything is what makes the show so special. So yeah, every day was kind of, there was a huge sense of adventure for me because it was so far away from what I knew. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great place to shoot. And, uh, I mean, Canada's quite popular, particularly for those sort of genre shows. There's an awful lot of them that shoot around Vancouver and that sort of area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- yeah. I think part of the reason that they do that is, um, due to the the landscapes and and the accessibility to to basically every type of kind of you know landscape you can imagine it, it within a couple of hours of you know that location yeah no yeah you're you're right definitely it opens my eyes actually to a whole world of tv and film i didn't really know it existed as much i think as a uk actress you think that it's either the uk or the us yeah um just because that's what you know I don't know why, actually. I think that's maybe what you're taught. And uh, it's only been more recently that Canada's boomed so much in the industry. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's great because it made me, it made me go, hang on a minute, there's, there's quite a lot of fantastic stuff that's going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our crew, our crew were the same crew that had just done, they just come off the Revenant. So I was hearing all this stuff, you know, <laughs> these stories and... And it just felt it felt like a lot of exciting stuff was going on there, um, and actually actually um, inspired me to move to Toronto. So oh, cool. you know, it, I must have had an all right time, mustn't I? Because now <laughs> I've you know I relocated. It's, uh, yeah. it's crazy how one thing led to led to another. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I mean, Canada's a great place to be for it. They're, they're producing some wonderful TV shows at the moment. And and a lot of them, as I say, are, are in, um, you know, the, the sort of sci-fi, supernaturally kind of genre. So, you know, mm. it's it's a great place to be for that sort of stuff. In fact, Supernatural itself shoots yeah. up there. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so a uh, couple, couple of uh, last questions. Um, mm-hmm. What are you, well, I mean, I was going to say, I usually ask, what are you doing next? But I guess what you're doing next is the next season of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually off to um, Sudbury, Ontario. I, don't, I, I have no idea what it's going to be like. <laughs> I'm shooting a movie in, in between. So we okay. are going to go second season, which is going to be wonderful. But I'm, um, I'm lucky to have been able to just slot something in in the interim. Oh, good. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting stuck into a completely different character who's very, um, a little bit more, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to swear. She's, um, she's, <laughs> she's gone through a, a bit more of a tough, tough time and she's a lot more gritty and edgy than Waverly. So it's going to be exciting to get stuck right into, into that. Okay. Um, and try not, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, because we cover a lot of uh, TV shows on the site, are, are there any TV shows you're watching at the moment? Oh, not that I, I'm like going back and watching stuff at the moment that I haven't seen. That is, uh, I actually just finished watching This Is England. That's what I've literally just finished watching. Oh, right. I was like, how did I miss that? And everyone's like, you know. Um, so at the moment, no. But what should I? In fact, what should I? What should I watch? What would you recommend to be the next thing I should watch? Oh, uh, depends what depends what sort of you know. If you've got Netflix, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix you can go back and watch. Um, uh, mm. I, I, I would say um, if you've done House of Cards yet, that's always good. Yeah, that is. I've, I've watched a bit of House of Cards, and I did love it. So that's that's a good one. Um, but that's the short answer. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. I, I mean, I I would say um, House of Cards. Uh, def- definitely, if you've not seen that, um, there's. 
there's obviously things like Breaking Bad, which are available on box sets. They're all really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and if you, if you yeah, want to... I just if, finished watching Orange is the New Black. That was quite good. That's well. a brilliant show. Um, and and yeah. if you, if you want to support the other shows that, that are, are up filming around Canada, you can always go for something like The Flash or Arrow because <laughs> they all shoot yes. up. Yes, yes, true, true, or, true. Or if you, want a, if you want a strong female lead, Supergirl, which has just moved up there as well. So Yes. I haven't actually. I haven't actually checked any of that. I haven't seen any of Supergirl. Is it any good? Yeah, yeah. Super Supergirl's a, a decent show. I think out of those DC shows, Flash is probably the the top one. The best one. But yeah, Supergirl's Supergirl's good, and it's going to be interesting because they shot the first season in LA and uh, then moved it to Vancouver for the. Um, for the second season so um it's gonna yeah. be interesting to see how that changes things you know um yeah no definitely a lot of stuff is shooting in vancouver though so i think that they they clearly got it going good over yeah yeah well i mean all, all the historically uh, you know uh, supernatural she's up there um all the stargates shot yeah. up there uh, you know there's, so there's <laughs> loads of stuff um and and last question Last question. If you could get your hands on a part in any TV show, past, present or future, obviously not the one you're already in, uh, what, which show would you pick? Oh, brilliant question. Hmm. Any TV show ever. Any- Blimey, what a question. <laughs> I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Hmm, I really want to make this answer good, but I'm not sure. I feel like I have to say this is going to not be the answer that you want, but I feel like I have to say friends because <laughs> I would absolutely love to do like a, a featured comedy role on Friends. But it's completely different. There you go. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I don't think we've had that one before. That's great. Yeah, I'm sure. So, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Game of Thrones is the thing that we always get. So <laughs> so you avoided the yeah. obvious answer. <laughs> no, I know. Friends <laughs> uh, All right. Awesome. Um, I shall I shall let you go and uh, get back to your date. It's been lovely to have you on, lovely to talk Thank to you. Thank you, darling. You too. Take care of yourself, sweetheart. And you. Cheers. So that was the interview with Dominique. I hope you enjoyed that. Here's some air date information. Hello. <laughs> So air date updates this week. Uh, first up, we've got cancellations. There's one cancellation. Uh, it's a show called Turn, uh, which is airing on Amazon Prime over here. It, it has technically, it's not a cancellation. It's ending. Uh, it's been renewed for renewed for a final fourth season. Stars Jamie, what's his face, was in um, the the tap dancing, not tap dancing movie, ballet dancing movie. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Black Swan? No, 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 no. The the one about the little kid. Oh, uh, uh, Billy Elliot? Billy Elliot, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's it, two movies about tap dancing <laughs> Yes. So uh, it stars him. Uh, but um, yeah, so so that's been renewed for a fourth and final season. It's about uh, the uh, spies in the American Civil War. It's quite good. I've seen like a few episodes of it. It seemed quite good. Uh, so there's there's that ending renewals. You've got Ballers, which is coming. Well, comes to uh, Sky Atlantic. I think the second season's running at the moment, but that's been renewed for a third season. And Last Ship, uh, it's only a, uh, that I think that's it may have finished in the US now, but it's running on Sky One at the moment. That's been renewed for a fourth season. So uh, good stuff there. 
changes there is a show called life in pieces which is uh it, it was one of the shows i think that was trailered last year and it's a a comedy starring colin hanks and it's about three generations of the same family with each fam and it's sort of done in it's chopped into three or four little vignettes that that tell the same sort of version of a story but from each different family member's point of view it's quite a nice idea it's it's now been picked up by amazon prime so if you want to go and see that and if you're a fan of colin hanks you can see that on amazon prime from right now we have an air date for the strain season three on w the channel formerly known as watch uh, that's coming on the 9th of September at 9pm. I know Chris will be happy about that. Yeah. Do you, have you been, you've been watching that? I haven't, but I've read the books. Oh, They're okay. really, really good, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good show. It's worth watching. Uh, Black Mirror Season 3 <laughs> comes to Netflix on the 21st of October. Charlie Brooker decided to go with Netflix, I suspect, because they offered him more money. Uh, and okay. also, also, they offered him a full season as well, not just two or three episodes. Oh, so, amazing. So there's actually going to be, there's going to be more, more than three episodes. Uh, yes, there's... Oh, uh, so, I'm so excited. I think it's seven, I think, oh. I want to say. Oh my God, that's amazing. But yeah, there are, there's, there's certainly, it sort of doubles the length. I remember reading, I think it doubles the length of the, like all the episodes that are already out there. So. Oh my God, amazing. So yeah, that's the other reason I think he did it. So that's that's due on 21st of October on Netflix. Secrets and Lies, the US version of that show. I think it was originally an Australian show and there's now a US version and they air both on different channels over here. But uh, that is coming to W for season two sometime in the autumn. We don't know exactly when yet. Uh, American Horror Story season six. Somebody was asking about that. We don't have an exact date for this, but it usually airs around October. Uh, for those waiting for that to come back, and I can't remember whether we mentioned this last week or not, but I, so I'll put it in again. But American Crime Story, which aired on BBC One over here, uh, that was the uh, OJ Simpson thing. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, which was brilliant, and but it was an odd buy for BBC One. I mean, I'm very glad they did it but they don't buy in US network dramas. They just don't yeah. do it. So it, it was not odd buy for it, but uh, the second season of it will very definitely be on Netflix because Netflix have bought the international rights to it. So, oh. um, so yeah, it definitely will. So, so yes, it won't be on the BBC, or at least if it is, it's going to be a very long time before it's on the BBC. Um, it, season two will be on Netflix, though. That's coming at some point in uh, 2017, but we don't know exactly when. Uh, the second season of it is based around the aftermath of Katrina. So, and it will have quite a lot of the same cast in it as well, but you're obviously playing different roles. Exactly the same thing that they do on American Horror Story. Nice. So that I'm looking forward to, because the first season of that was super... Next week on TV, we have uh, Killjoys, which starts tonight on... Uh, yes, we are on the 2nd, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, so <laughs> start second, 2nd of August, so starts tonight at 8pm. So the chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably missed it. Uh, so go and find it on catch-up. But Killjoys starts back on Sci-Fi uh, tonight. So you can go watch that. Borderline, as we mentioned earlier, which is this new mockumentary based on a, in a border security office at a fictional uh, airport. That also starts tonight at 10 p.m. But go and watch Wasted as well, because that's on our E4 at 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, looking the movie, 
that's on at 10.15 tonight. Uh, that's on Sky Atlantic. So that's the final kind of wrap-up thing for, for looking the TV series, which was cancelled, and uh, they, they wanted to sort of tile the storylines up. Also tonight, the <clears throat> Executioner, um, <laughs> which is the uh, show by the writer of Sons of Anarchy, Kurt Stutter, and it's an American take on British history about a Welsh rebellion. That starts on the History Channel tonight at 10pm. Tomorrow, Suspects starts on Channel 5. Again, that's another show which is uh, uses improvised um, scripting. They're very into their intro- improvised scripting on in Channel 5 at the moment. Uh, <laughs> So uh, that comes back tomorrow at 10 p.m. And there is a show called Dice, which stars Andrew Dice Clay, who you're very much too young to remember, Andrew Dice Clay, I'm very sure. Yeah, I'm not. Sure uh, yes. Andrew Dice Clay was a stand-up comedian in the 80s, and uh, he now has a new show, which is about a stand-up comedian who... Uh, He's washed up from the 80s and he's trying to reboot his career. This so, sounds like Bojack Horseman. <laughs> right, okay. But, but live action. Yes, could very well be. So that's coming to Sky Atlantic on the 9th of August at 10 past 10. And that's everything for this week, unless you have anything else you'd like to add in. Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, so... Um, that's your lot for this week if you want to come and find us during the week you can visit us at geektown.co.uk and see all the latest air date information and uh, TV news that we're updating every day uh, if you want to get in touch with questions and comments you can email us on podcast at geektown.co.uk or leave a message on the website post you can find us at geektown on twitter or on facebook at facebook.com forward slash geektown on instagram at uh, geektown uk or on youtube at youtube.com forward slash geek town that's everything we shall see you next week bye 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 Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.